Do you have MS? Do you know someone who's suffering from MS? It's always good to have a friend that's supportive, even better if you can phone a friend. And, and this, this is, is Chick to Chick. I do know people with MS. And I know of folks who have passed having had MS, but I don't ever think that people truly understand that, um, especially folks who don't really show signs of MS, how tough it can be and probably feeling very alone. Um, and I think it's so important that we talk about this in ways that we can better support people. Absolutely. It's another one of those In, hidden, yeah. invisible diseases because you don't see anything on the outside because really this is a disease of the central nervous system. And to really boil it down, it's basically the brain is not communicating properly with the body. And a million Americans have mm. MS. Wow. And this isn't just something that they suffer from physically. There are also emotional and mental mm -hmm. issues associated with it as well, which yeah. is what you're talking about, where the support comes in, yeah. which brings us to our guest today. We're so pleased to have Tim Burke joining us. Uh, Tim, I know you have MS. Tell us your story. When were you diagnosed? What were your symptoms and how did all of this happen? Well, I was diagnosed in 2000. Um, my mother had passed away a few years ago of a brain tumor and I was getting some of the same symptoms that she was. And so I went to the neurologist. I happened to live in Lebanon at the time. So I went to Hershey Medical Center and they have a terrific MS specialist and he diagnosed me and it's been a 22 year journey. 22 years. And in 22 years, how have you been? I'm sure that medicine treatments have changed quite a bit over the two decades. How are you doing? I went well, I'm doing very well. I went from a shot a day, uh, having to self-administer a shot um, to uh, an infusion twice a year. So hmm. that's how far the medications have progressed. Um, as far as me personally, I have um, been fighting this thing and being, been staying ahead of it. And I started running about 12 years ago to keep myself strong and to, to use that metaphor of I'm going to stay ahead of it. I'm going to have to make it chase me. So I started doing races and endurance events. So I've been pretty fortunate, a lot better than most. And let's be honest here, you have good days and you have bad days. You kind of gave us a look at the good days that you're able to run. What are the bad days like? And try to explain this so people understand what you're going through. So, okay, so I play the piano. And during my last relapse, this, so this would be a bad day. I sat at the piano and, you know, you have that muscle memory where you, your brain tells your fingers where it knows it needs to go and your fingers are just not cooperating. And so a bad day would be my legs not working well, my foot dropping, my hands getting numb. Um, so, you know, those are some of the neurological symptoms that I deal with. Fatigue is a big one. Um, and the only way to, um, to overcome that is by napping or by just taking a step back and taking it easy, which is very hard for me. And you, the thing that I think is difficult is that to look at you, you look perfectly normal. You look perfectly healthy. And so when these things happen, how do you explain this to someone that you have all of this pain and your legs are hurting and, and your fingers aren't cooperating? How do you explain that to somebody? You, know, you have to be 
understanding that the person I'm trying to explain to is not going to have any idea what it is that I'm feeling. So you try to simplify it. You know, I'm tired today, or, you know, my foot's giving me some trouble today, or, uh, you know, my fingers are numb. You, you just have to kind of boil it down to its barest essence so that you can try to make someone sort of understand what they might feel in a different situation. I, I understand this, uh, what you're talking about, having gone through things with my daughter. And one of the things that happens to folks like you and me is we become advocates and we become like that warm hug, that place to fall for people who are either caregivers or they themselves are going through that illness. What are you doing, Tim? Because it sounds to me that over the years that you have been working through your illness, that you are now doing something to help others. Well, I've been advocating on behalf of the National MS Society for about 17 of those 22 years. But most recently, I had the opportunity to become what's called an MS friend. So essentially, we connect to the public as a volunteer with MS to basically be there to talk to. And just someone that they can lean on. Talk to us about that. Is this a number that they call um, and how do they get the number and who are you hearing from? Okay, so what the MS Friends program does is it creates a, a common bond, MS, that's unique to those individuals. And, you know, it's confidential. Um, it gives the public you don't have to have MS to, to, to use the service. It gives them a firsthand understanding of exactly what life is like with MS. Um, and it creates a network of people to, to interface with that don't necessarily have to live with MS alone. Um, the nationalmssociety.org, so nationalmssociety.org is the place to go. Um, you just type in friends in the search bar and it'll pull up the phone numbers and it'll pull up information about it. And yeah, anybody can call at any time, 24 hours a day. So you're a volunteer for this. And as I had mentioned before, MS affects people physically, but it's also it also has an emotional and mental impact on people as well. Um, talk to us about how this affects you mentally and emotionally and some of the calls that come into you. Okay, well, for me personally, I mean, there are days that I forget that I have it. You know, there are days that I, the, the normal sort of changes depending on your physical and your cognitive abilities at the time. Um, so today I feel pretty normal, but that's not to say I feel as good as I felt a week ago or as I'm gonna feel in another week. Um, so I've been getting calls, um, I'm on about five hours a week and I dial into a service that activates a phone that they provide. And then I talk to people. So last week I talked to two people in particular. Um, one lives here in Pennsylvania and does not have any outlet to discuss what he's feeling, like literally feeling. Um, his partner doesn't understand. His work doesn't understand. Because again, they don't look sick. If I had a dollar for everybody that said, oh, you look great, you don't look sick. Well, I don't have an eye patch. I don't have a cane right now. I don't have a wheelchair. So these people need some, some empathy and some understanding of what it is that they're going through. And I, it, it's the least I can do to at least provide some of my own experience to make their day a little bit easier. I can tell you what you're doing is just profound because when people are heard, it helps their healing process. It helps them really take in what is going on, knowing that they have someone who's a sounding board. It's also tough, Tim, because 
you're living with the disease and you're also talking about it with people. How do you handle that yourself? That's a good question. I've been to MS support groups, um, but I find I don't find them to be particularly helpful for me. Um, I'm, uh, as Flora can tell you, a very half full kind of guy. Um, it takes a lot to knock me down. And so I basically just wake up every day and say, despite what it is that's happening physically or mentally, I'm going to make it the very best day that I can. And, and so far that has been helpful. Having friends around to be able to, to, to be sounding boards, that's hugely helpful. I'm fortunate to have a very tight group of friends that, that I can call at any time and say, hey, I'm having a problem. You know, so those are the ways that I deal with it. And on those days, though, that you do get knocked down, I mean, you're helping others when they're knocked down. How do you get through those days when you're feeling this intense emotional, mental, physicalness that you're just like, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. What gets you through to the next day? Knowing that while this disease, this disease has some fairly uh, long-term negative effects, potentially, um, that right now, this is the worst of it. And I know that I'm going to be able to get out of bed tomorrow and still be able to stand up and walk and be able to navigate my day. So for me, it's just a matter of degree. Um, you know, I wake up every day just open to whatever's going to happen and make the very best of it. Um, if I'm really struggling, I'll call one of my kids. I have some some close friends that I can call just to commiserate. And and that's that's what gets me through. I have a very um, active neurologist who I who I can call 24 hours a day if I need to, who I don't. But um, so I have I have I've I've fought. So you have to be your own best advocate. And and that's one of the messages that I give on this on this MS Friends program all the time. You know, I hear people talk about, well, I don't have insurance and I haven't had a medication. I said, well, nothing is going to come to you. You have to go and get it. And so that's sort of the way I live every day. If I'm having a problem, I'm going to go and try to fix it. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to sit and let it linger. I'm going to actively act to fix it if I can. For someone who needs the support, why is it so helpful and important to make the call? That number one, it's confidential. And number two, you only have to talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. And at least in my case with the MS Friends program, um, I'm going to try to draw out what the root cause of, or the root issue is for you. And then we're going to be able to talk about it together. Um, there are hundreds of people around the country that are engaged in this MS, MS Friends program as a volunteer, like I do. Um, and every one of us has a different life experience with MS. So there's one person that I know for a fact, I get her calls every couple of days. Um, she calls a lot and she calls to talk to different people because she wants to hear different perspectives. And, I, and that's what I would suggest. Go to the website, find the phone number, and call as often as you want. Thanks, Tim. I think that one thing that he said is so important when he talked about advocating for yourself. You really do, uh, whether you're dealing with any type of illness or any type of adversity in your life, you really need to advocate and you do need support too. Uh, whether you're dealing with any type of adversity, the support will help you get through that journey. Absolutely, 100%. We appreciate you watching today. Like us here on Facebook and on YouTube, please subscribe and like. We're Chick to Chick USA.